So sometimes Evie will be in like her little rocker thingy that we put her in. And if she starts crying, Fluffle will fly down on top of it and Aww. start singing to her. Aww. It's the cutest thing ever. Oh, so cute. It's been interesting kind of observing <clears throat> the way that Sissy and Piggy are um starting to accept Venus. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've noticed is that like Sissy is way, she still doesn't really like to cuddle with her or anything, but she's way less picky about her like being nearby mm-hmm. yeah. when she's just resting or sleeping. And also she always goes into submissive mode when they're playing. Yeah. Like she immediately goes onto her back so that <laughs> Venus can be the aggressor. Aww. It's really cute. <laughs> That's so cute. Piggy on the other hand, when Venus starts to like attacking him, he'll like grab her head and push it down. Yeah. <laughs> he just uses his bulk to to force her into submission. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so funny. One time he just like she was trying to attack him and he was trying to sleep and he just like put her in a headlock and just like crushed her. And she was sitting there struggling and then she just stopped and I had to go over and make sure she was still alive. <laughs> oh god. She's uh found he's so heavy. She found a pathway. Oh no, it's so bad. She oh. what she does is she jumps onto my little coffee bar mm-hmm. and then from the coffee bar she gets on top of the mini fridge. And then from the mini fridge, she jumps all the way onto the back of the the flat screen TV that's mounted on the wall. And then from there, she gets onto the very, very tippy top of the coffee bar. And then from there, she can go step onto the top of the flat screen TV and she can tightrope walk across it. This is her favorite thing to do now. She doesn't care that she that's not what that's for. First time. She didn't have to help her. Yeah. But she's Aww. figured out a way down now. The way down, wow. the way down is she jumps onto my at my PlayStation 5. That is the way down. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. She's so bad. She's so naughty. <laughs> she also likes to, when it's like particularly a cold day and I'm playing my PS5, she likes to take a toy, climb on top of my PS5 yeah. where it's nice and warm, yeah. and then roll around on top of the PS5 playing with the toy. <laughs> She's so bad. She has absolutely no respect for these machines. <laughs> Sometimes she'll sit behind it and peer over the back of it at me and then try and chew on the cords and I have to chase her away. (laughs) Of course, she looks at you. She's like, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. She looks at you with this menacing look. And if I try to like... (laughs) Stop me, I dare you. (laughs) One time I made the mistake of... I, I Usually the way that I call her when she's being naughty is I get like a crinkle toy or something and I'll crinkle it at her and she'll come running. I tried doing that once when she was behind my PS5. Huge mistake. She <laughs> leapt onto the PS5 and like like oh. burst off the top of it and it like shook it. And I was like, okay, we're never doing that again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so I just have to like <clears throat> try and coax her away from it. Mm-hmm. That's so bad. So when she gets bigger, are you going to have to like move your PS5? Possibly. Yeah. I don't know I'm, if she can stay. <laughs> probably. I probably am going to have to get like a cubby for yeah, it or something it, to have a cupboard safe. to put it in mm-hmm. yeah because right now it's just sitting on the top of my bookshelf um yeah. below it's, the tv and that's clearly not yeah. okay <laughs> it's not yeah. as big of a problem for like the ps4 because it's flat yeah on the bottom but the ps5 is not <laughs> yep. i can't have it upright she'll knock it over so i have it um horizontal but 
it's so weird and wavy. Well, and that's precisely why she wants to climb on it. Yeah. It's because it's an interesting shape. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> She's wicked. <sighs> Bad cat. <laughs> so here we are. First yes. episode of season four. Woohoo. Yes. I mean, we made it. I'm kind of amazed we got here. And, and granted, we did it by having the most inconsistent schedule possible. <laughs> and uh, and, most inconsistent and basically having no real rules, especially not ones we actually enforce. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we like to say that we're going to have rules or schedules and then immediately not follow them. Yeah. <laughs> It's the way. It is the way of the. It is the way of the princess pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Lainey's not here today, but she sends her um, love. Yeah, she was I going know. to be here, and then Ryan <laughs> Hamilton got hit by a bus. Yeah, we. Uh, so we had tickets to go see Ryan Hamilton tonight uh-huh. at Kingsbury Hall. He's okay. He he's just needs he's to all right. Recover for a little while. But he got hit by a bus, so they canceled the show. Oh. Well, rescheduled. They rescheduled it to June. Yeah. Um. When he's gonna be? Oh my gosh. Recovered <clears throat> and back in the area, but uh, just sounds like it was a real bummer. God, poor geez. dude. Yeah. Oh he, he, he. I kind of felt bad that he felt the need to be like, I'm sorry if everybody's disappointed. It's like you got hit by a bus, man. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> I think it was like a, I don't know if it was a bus. It was like a, I think one was article. Yeah, one article I read said shuttle. Yeah. And mm. when I picture shuttle, I picture bus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <that's laughs> but who knows? Anyway, Lainey was going to come down for that or up for that because she's down, right? Yeah, We're up. She's down. Yeah. We're up. <laughs> um, and <laughs> she, uh, the, then when the show got got rescheduled, she was like, um, I'm not coming up. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're yeah. absent Laney right now, yeah. but that's that's fine because we have a lot of material to get through, and she uh, stands in the way of that <laughs> yeah. with with both fists outstretched. <laughs> <laughs> she makes it her Feet her mission in life firmly. Yeah, she makes it her mission in life to extend the time of every podcast. Episode I, I used to think that like it was. Minutes. <laughs> I used to think it was just that you know she's. She just doesn't notice the time is passing. But I have eventually worked out that, like, she's doing it deliberately. Yeah. And (laughs) she thinks it's funny. She does. (laughs) She thinks it's funny if there's an extra, like, 40 minutes of completely unusable crap that you have to edit out. (laughs) (laughs) So, Aaron, Mm -hmm. what have you been playing? Still lost judgment. Yay! <laughs> no, it's great. There's just so many side quests, so I'm much really, content. Really dense game <laughs> yeah. from what I've heard. I have not played that one, but playing Yakuza 0, yeah, there were just so many side quests. Yeah. And, I'm still not done with them. Yeah. What's and, been your favorite side quest so far? Oh, man. Ugh, I can't even remember what they're... <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> um, what was the most tedious one? Oh, the one man. that you hated the, the most. The one that I refused to do, which is Robotics Club. Oh, the one that you're going to have me do yes. for you? <laughs> yeah, it is so tedious, you guys. Um, so you have to do, you have practice matches, and then you have scrimmages that you have to win. 
and you have different robots that you can customize and different parts you can get, but you you have to be under the cost limit. Uh, like adding certain parts to it goes over the cost limit and it like damages the performance of the robot. Uh, and I seriously did this one scrimmage maybe like eight times and I was raging mm. because I just kept losing and it was ridiculous. And I finally looked it up because I was like, when is the stupid club going to end? I'm so done with this. And there are so many, <laughs> so oh, no. many battles. <laughs> so mm. I can't. It's way too tedious. So it's Jensen's cup of tea for sure. She loves yes. stuff like that for some reason. <laughs> so I'm making her do it for me. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, the pocket circuit races in Yakuza 0, oh. which I loved <clears throat> until like the last like no it wasn't the last race because the last race actually was fine it was uh like third or fourth to the last i kept dying oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> i was getting so angry uh. and finally i just looked up um like a recommended build for my car mm -hmm. and there was like a, a i found a forum where they recommended all the pieces and i went out and bought the ones i didn't have and i just like put together that car and then I, <laughs> I beat it and then it was fine to do the rest of it. Nice. So I was just so angry. That uh -huh. one was infuriating. Well, and you know, that was probably really fun for somebody to figure out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and for you, it's like, I, I don't care. It was mm. fun for me to figure out for the first couple races and for the last couple races. It was not fun for that one for some reason. Mm -hmm. Everything I tried, my, my car would just go flying right off the racetrack. Uh-huh. <sighs> <laughs> But yeah, so one of my favorite school stories so far, aside from the dancing, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, I was going to say, the dancing <laughs> sounded so delighted. Add so, kung fu to your dance. Yeah, and it's so fu. funny watching Yagami dance because he just has this big stupid smile on his face the whole time <laughs> and he gets so into it. <laughs> I'm just like, he's one of the girls. That's <laughs> Love so it. Great. Um, but there's this one where you have to go to a girls bar um, which is basically they're, you know, girls behind the bar and you buy them drinks and they drink and talk with you. And um, for for the mini game, um, you have to reach max level with each of them because you're trying to get to this one girl so that you can talk to her and gather some intel. Um, and she's and, just not accessible until you've won over all her friends. Yeah, she just yeah. wants nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to talk with them and you're you're tipsy. Um, and the drunker you get, the harder it gets. Um, but you have these conversations and there are button prompts that you have to select within the time limit. And you have to make sure that you don't say anything inappropriate or weird. And <laughs> yeah, because if you do, they're just kind of like, what? <laughs> and you don't get anywhere with them. It so. sounds a little <laughs> bit like one of those terrible alpha male, like uh. dating um full motion video game yeah. like the ones that Tara Mooney was was yeah doing. it's a little like that except this sounds more fun because there's a point to it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's really fun and sometimes the drunker you get the like the words get all jumbled together and they're harder oh, to read and <laughs> and then one of them all the words were in all caps so you're just like shouting the answer oh, he was so drunk. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> and if you get too drunk, they kick you out. <laughs> I love that. So great. 
Jensen's laugh has just turned into a high whistle. It's, I wonder if the I wonder if the mic's picking that. Are you okay? I hope I hope the mic can hear that. It's pretty high. when you have exercise exercise induced <laughs> asthma and yes. your seafood's like cardio though yes do all the burpees that's why that's why it's probably gonna happen in the whole episode uh. oh my gosh oh man oh but yeah if you're wondering because zach asked he's like are you gonna platinum this game and i was like <laughs> no <laughs> Are you kidding me? Do you have any idea how much goes into getting a platinum for these games? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's so much. I already gave up on the platinum for Yakuza Zero because uh, I was like, <clears throat> I was like, kind of entertaining the possibility, and I was looking at the completion list, and I was like, it's like some of these aren't too bad. And then I went to the <laughs> mini games section, and I was like, oh, never mind, I can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's all the mini games. If it weren't for the mini games section, I could absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. But like. Yeah, if it there's no way I can't even like no. yeah no <laughs> like like I I've gotten really lucky with some of the disco games and some of the um the like like the Japanese like traditional games I cannot get the karaoke ones I'm so bad at them and I also am really bad at the arcade games I'm so bad at the arcade games. They had. I had to like beat a certain score just for some of the side quest things, and that alone was really hard. But you have to like get much higher than that score mm-hmm. for the mini game section. So I was just like, no, I can't do this. One. Yeah, no, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. and there's there's definitely one side quest that I probably will never finish. Yeah, um, it's <clears throat> there are VR like a it's a VR game that you can do like oh. and. You have to defeat all of the opponents, and there are oh. tons, and you can only play if you have three play passes, which are stupid hard to get. Oh, so I'm just gosh. like, who has time for this? <laughs> I don't. I'm not doing that. Screw that. <laughs> so, it's just the nature of the beast. Anyway, yeah, that's, what I've, that's what I've been playing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I want to play it. I, I almost bought the first one, um, but I, I was trying to buy it from GameStop because I was doing like a, a deal, you know, mm-hmm. and I went to go buy it. And as soon as I went to my cart, it uh, the last copy had been purchased and it was no. like, this is no longer in stock. And I was like, are you uh, kidding me? Of course. Dang oh, it. it made me so mad. <sighs> I really want a physical copy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just like... There's certain games where I'm like, I don't know, I'd prefer a digital copy. And there's certain games where I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. And then there's ones where I'm like, I need a physical copy. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Judgment is one where I'm like, I want a physical copy mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> yep. I wish I could change my mind on that. <laughs> 
So yeah, what have you guys been playing? So I am a liar. <laughs> I have figured, I listened to the last few episodes um, that we did because I was thinking about doing like a little bit of a re-edit for some of our earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and it just kind of got into a playlist loop. And so I was just listening to them. And I've noticed that I always say that I'm going to play games that I just never end up playing. <laughs> and uh, the same thing happened again. I feel like we all kind of do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we kind of stuck at, at sticking uh, to we whatever stuck at predicting play. or or anticipating what our schedule is going to be. We really or... don't know ourselves. No. <laughs> we really don't. And so we're in our 30s. Up... <laughs> we don't know ourselves. So what I ended up playing and basically the only thing I ended up playing since the last time we met because I got a little bit obsessed um is Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. Which I have long sort of suspected might end up being my favorite Resi Evil, and yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I have played through the entire game a couple of times, and now I'm doing like some of the extra stuff. Uh, same story as what happened with Evil Within Two, where like I got stuck in the shooting gallery for ages. Oh, There's mm-hmm. a shooting gallery in this. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent, um, I spent just a just an unreasonable amount of time. Don't get messing around in the shooting gallery. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to when they do the the remaster that they're talking about for yeah. it. Um, although that game still holds up. The the only thing about it that bothers me at all is just that the controls uh, feel clunky. very clunky. Yeah, yeah, she handed me the controller once when she. Um, hit a weird thing in a boss fight and the boss was just like not there mm-hmm. and uh, I was trying to walk around and it was it was infuriating because uh, if you try you know you know how in like games nowadays it seems like the uh, right stick is always just camera and you just like control a camera in Resident Evil 4 it's camera but it does not do anything you want mm, it to do no. <laughs> you move it a little bit and the whole thing like shifts in this weird way where it's like oh i hate it yeah actually the hardest part about the game has just been trying to get the camera focused on what i need it to be focused on yeah <laughs> aside from that it's it's really fun and it's really easy i i remember reading something a while ago about how resident evil 4 although it was you know a huge success and really influential in games it also kind of broke a lot of survival horror because in emulating it, people were focusing on making the games more action-based and less mm. about the horror. Yeah. And they're definitely, you can see that in this. Yeah. Like, um, but it's just so fun. Like, I, I, it's just such a fun, silly time. And I kept thinking that I was going to move on and, like, go back to some of the stuff I'd been playing before or maybe even pick up something new before tax season starts and I don't have the opportunity to do that again for a while. But I just got really obsessed with it and just kept wanting to play it over and over again. So I ended up just playing through it a ton and uh, probably going to platinum it. And he, like, I, the only reason I haven't yet is basically because um, there's one trophy that I just do not understand. <laughs> I I, re- I even read an explanation for how to get it online, and I was like, I did that. Yeah, and well, it I might have yeah. So I don't know if it glitched uh, or what. So I just need to do it again. Yeah, and but it was one of those things where like every once in a while I think about how oh yeah I should I should platinum that because I'm really close. Yeah. Um, but then I just get um caught up, and then I and end up playing the game, and I end up passing stuff that I need, <laughs> and I don't care, and I just keep going. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun though. I I really really love it. 
<laughs> um, I'm playing through as Ada Wong in like the separate ways uh, section now. And that's pretty fun too. She's kind of got a slightly different like weapon set, you know, the way they always do that. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's kind of fun playing as her character too. I love Ada. She's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing what they do when they remaster it. Like if they, um, I, I like the only thing I really need from that would just be, please fix this camera. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Camera's a little hard. <laughs> camera's garbage. <laughs> but I got used to it. <clears throat> I mean, clearly, I kept playing the game yeah, over and over again. Beat it several so, times now. <laughs> it wasn't. It clearly wasn't a big enough obstacle to like really inhibit my enjoyment yeah. of it. Mm, just a frustrating thing. This is completely not random, but do you, have you guys? I think it's from the regular show. Is that the one with the bird and the the raccoon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's. <laughs> I haven't watched it, but our nephew showed us this one episode, and it's brilliant because. So they get rid of a mattress and end up wanting it back. And then the person guarding it is basically David Bowie <gasps> from Labyrinth. Like oh. they got Jermaine Clement to voice him. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's legit a, a Labyrinth episode. It's amazing. <laughs> but, I love that. But he's like telling the story of how he got there. He's. I don't remember, but he said something like, and my punishment was to stay here forever. And I've been here ever since. And they're like, seriously, for 13 years? And he's like, it was more of a scared straight thing, but I got used to it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hate stupid laugh right now. It's honestly making me really happy. It's making me laugh. I just hope that the mic can pick it up. Just just lean into the mic next time. <laughs> I have to stop. <laughs> All right. So I guess it's me now. Isn't anyone going to ask me what I've been... <laughs> Jensen, what have you been playing? We are going to ask you, but I just want to say I looked at I looked at your part of the outline and I was just like, oh no, I'm, I'm going to try and go quick because I'm not going to spend too much time on them. But like, <laughs> I, I normally try to just keep it to three games, but this time I played too many new games. Why do I keep typing O in the, the thing? O played too many. O played new too games. many games that O wants to talk about. <laughs> yeah. That was the other reason why I thought maybe we'd give you a little bit of a minute. <laughs> I wrote this last night. Yeah, I can tell. Okay. It's probably like 2 a.m. Anyway. I want so, um, uh, sorry about that. I'm going to try and go quick anyway. So, I ended up playing Darksiders. I'm going to start with that one because I'm going to go in order. So, uh, I've been wanting to play Darksiders for a while now. And... Um, so I decided to play it and it is, it's, uh, it's a fun time. It reminds me a bit of, you know, I don't know if you guys ever watched, uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. Do you remember the episode where they bring all the crimson chins in? Yeah. All the various crimson chins. Oh man. And there's the one from the nineties <laughs> comic book era and he's like, 
uh, like so buff that no human could possibly like live like that yeah. and he's like covered in guns and stuff and he's all talking like this yes, that's dark siders it is the oh, 90s no. <laughs> your character is like so buff that he looks like really short because <laughs> he's just so wide and he's always talking like this and <laughs> and it's like I'm I'm intrigued by the lore of it because what's fun is that you know how there's like there's like God of War where they take like um Greek um like mythology and the Greek pantheon and stuff and mm-hmm. they do all this stuff with it and then they do the same thing with like Norse um the Norse pantheon and whatnot. This one is Christian like like themed thing. So it's the four <laughs> horsemen of the apocalypse Ooh. and heaven and hell fighting and they've made it all like like wild and and like um like super mythy and stuff and it's awesome <laughs> like it's taking this the uh, stuff that's like kind of boring because you know like we at least grew up hearing all about like the war in heaven and hell and they're all fighting and there's the apocalypse that'll happen and you know and they're like we're gonna make it awesome <laughs> <laughs> and like the angels are all wearing like this cool armor and they suck too and like <laughs> and like the demons are all creepy and stuff and they're fighting each other. Yeah, I remember and you were first describing this to me. I was like, this sounds like the edgiest. It's so like- edge lord like <laughs> it's so there's some aspects of where I'm just like this is really dumb. But like uh, the the game itself is very fun. It's a bit hack and slashy, which I'm like, eh, hmm. I'm okay about that. But the puzzles themselves, like the puzzle parts, those are really fun. <laughs> There's always like tons of puzzle things that you have to do. And you like every level you gain like a new ability that you have to use to solve puzzles. Um, and it's, it's a lot of fun. So I'm going to move on from that. Darksiders, fun, edgelord kind of kind of silly. I also played Darkest Dungeon. It is so much fun. Um, It is also heartbreaking because it's the kind of game where so you've got like this village and you hire adventurers to go and get like resources for the village and then you play as the adventurers going and fighting people and they can all die and then they're gone forever and then you have to go hire new ones and you get really attached to them and they also they suffer like stress uh, when they're like if they're in the dark for too long because you have to like keep your torch up and stuff. And if they're in the dark too long, then they'll get their stress up faster. And then if they get like hit, they'll get stress attacks and stuff. And when their stress reaches reaches a certain point, they'll like start acting out in either like a positive or a negative way. <laughs> and it's always just like a dice roll, like like whether they're gonna be you know. Like if if they're gonna like rally and and be positive, or if they're gonna let it affect them and go negative, and they almost always go negative, <laughs> <laughs> and then they end up being like selfish or they get masochistic or something like that, and then you're like, <laughs> get to this point where you're like, okay, just. I'm sorry, you're going to die because you've decided to pass like six times. How are we possibly going to defeat the enemy? Because you can also have like negative traits and stuff and they can have like imposter syndrome. And if they have imposter syndrome and they end up getting like selfish from from the stress, then they're going to be like, I can't do this. And they'll just pass and like give up their turn. And I'm like, great, we're all going to die then. Oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's it's a really fun game. I had ended up having to lose my entire favorite team except for one guy. And then as soon as we got back to the village, I had him just sit in the tavern and drink for like a whole week. I was like, he needs a rest. I named him Belvedere. He's Poor a leper. Belvedere. Yeah. It's a fun game, though. Uh, I very much like it. And I discovered just recently that the second game is actually out um, like in beta form on PC. And I'm really excited. I hope that it comes out on PlayStation soon. And it sounds like they might put it out on PS Vita. Mm-hmm. Makes me so happy. <laughs> it's a good Vita game. Um, and then I played uh, Maquette, which mm. is, it was a, a PS Plus game a little mm. while ago. I don't know if you picked it up. It's for PS5. <laughs> it's really interesting. The story is uh, very meh. Mm. It's like, it feels like the kind of story I would do uh, if I was still in school making video games mm. and we wanted to make one that was like pulling on your heartstrings. <laughs> it feels like that kind of story. So the story is extremely meh, but it's a puzzle game and the puzzles are fun because mm-hmm. you're you're in this like little area and in the middle of the area, there's a smaller version of the, the area where you're in. And um, you can like you you pick up items and if you like say you find an item inside the area that you're in and you pick it up and you go and you drop it inside the smaller area, it'll enlarge it and like you'll drop it in there and suddenly it'll appear like Mm -hmm. fall where you dropped it in the place. But Mm -hmm. in the place that you're at, huge. (laughs) And then like if you have if you find one that's in the um the smaller area and you pick it up and you drop it in the larger area where you are it'll appear in the smaller area bigger or like the smaller uh-huh. yeah <laughs> and then you can like pick it up and it's it you have to use that to like solve puzzles and stuff mm-hmm. like there was one time where i used a key i took the key and i dropped it inside the smaller area to create a bridge for myself mm. like <laughs> it was cool nice but and then one thing that's fun is that you can actually uh, get out of the walls of the area you're in, and you'll find yourself in an even larger version of the area. <laughs> and it's like, it's uh, it's quite cool. Um, but yeah, it was it was very fun puzzle wise, story wise, extremely mad. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a couple that they were together and happy, and then they broke up, and um, yeah, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, sounds like you guys. Uh, sounds like you're better off. You're better off, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and that's actually the, the like the the um the final conclusion is that they're better off not together. Mm. But it's like this was a long time to go. <laughs> Just, I, I kind of already figured from the beginning of the game. Uh. Sorry, guys. <laughs> like I, um, I'm not devastated that you're not yeah. getting back together. Yeah, like, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, and then the last thing I played is Borderlands One and Two. I finally played these games. I've been I've been resisting playing them for many years for the stupidest reason. <laughs> it's because my little cousin uh, was obsessed with them, uh-huh. and it made me angry. <laughs> I don't know why, but it bugged me whenever he would talk about how much he loved it. Also, I was kind of just uh, like annoyed with the the Edge Lord like quality. Of it, because like the first game, the picture on the front is this guy with his finger in front mm. of his head, and it's got like you know, like stuff shooting out of the side of his head, like he's just shot himself, but it's just got his finger, and it says Borderlands in it. And I was like, 
okay? <laughs> and then the second one, he's got two finger guns and it's exploding. And I was like, all right, this this looks like the most like it looks Lord like it was just game. very much designed by committee for teenage boys. Yes, um. it's a, that's how it, feel, it feels like looking at the box. And I was like, what are boys I, like? Violence. Yeah. <laughs> and and my little cousin was like, he was basically like the exact target audience for that and was like it's so cool and edgy mm. and i was like i don't want to play that <laughs> but i finally got around to playing it uh-huh. and it's so funny it's like it's got some moments where it's like it does feel very like kind of lame because it came out a couple years ago and there's like every once in a while i'm like that hasn't aged great mm. but overall it's very fun i actually blew through the first game in like two days and uh, I did like all the side quests and it was just loads of fun. And then I started the second game and the second game, there's aspects of it that I think are even better, especially because they like they brought in the characters that you play as in the first game. Um, in the second game, those characters are like important NPCs that are helping you through your quest in the second game. And it's really fun because then you get to learn even more about them because you don't learn a lot about your own character even as you're playing as them in the first game. And that I was kind of that kind of drove me crazy. They mm. in the second game they um they make it better so you learn more about the first people and you learn more about the character you're actually playing as now. So that's nice. Um and also because in the second game they have the best weapons ever which when you reload them you throw it like a grenade ex- <laughs> and it explodes and then another one appears in your hand. <laughs> It's my favorite. <laughs> it's so useful. So you'll be firing at someone and then you run out of bullets and you just chuck the gun at them and it explodes and then you've got another one in your hand. <laughs> and it's just like, it's my favorite thing. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. I'm always looking for those weapons because they're just, oh, they're so much fun. The best one though is the rocket launcher for that because like you fire rockets and then you like take the rocket launcher and you like smack it and then chuck it like a spear, <laughs> like a javelin, and it shoots out and it's another rocket and then you've got another one. And so you don't waste the time reloading the rocket launcher, which mm. reloading the rocket launchers always takes forever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But they're very fun games and I'm happy I finally started playing them and now I intend to play all of them. And I'm really excited that... The uh, free games for February involve Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, a one-shot adventure, which is Borderlands, but in like D&D style. And Tiny oh. Tina, who is crazy, mm-hmm. is your DM. And she basically can like make decisions and like Uh-oh. on the fly and just like change things for you. Yeah, it's role playing as you're doing a tabletop game with a DM who um, is kind of unhinged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which does sound sounds fun that does sound fun yeah i like that as a concept i'm really excited (laughs) i actually almost bought it like a day before they announced Mm -hmm. that that was one of the free games i was looking at i was like i should just buy it now it's only like 10 bucks and then the next day they were like it's one of the free games i was like sweet (laughs) (sighs) yeah anyway that's all i played i tried to go quick you did a very good job actually i'm impressed what about um, oh, also, I played mm-hmm. Witcher for Elsa. Um, I'm yeah. actually not She's done not with it. She's not very far with it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went back to it, and I was like, 
I was like, I'm going to play Hearts of Stone right now. And I fired it up. And I'm like, I am 10 levels below where they recommend you start this. <laughs> oh, and I was like, there's no way I'd no. survive. <laughs> there's no, no way. Not in Witcher. And Even- I'm playing on like uh, the Blood and Broken Bones difficulty. And I was like, there's oh. no way. Oh, boy. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, fine. I'm just going to I'm gonna focus on building up my levels. Uh-huh. And now I am eight levels away. <laughs> it takes forever to gain levels in that game yeah, and i'm almost oh, out of the the quest that where you get like a lot of them last night i was doing a ton of quests i did tons of them and there were like five or six in a row where after i'd finished the quest i'd be like how much xp do i get and i'd be like two xp and i'm like i'll kill you <laughs> um how for that playthrough have you done blood and wine yet because I feel like Blood no, and Wine... No, it's further. You have to be like level 35 to oh, start Oh, I felt one. like the beginning of Blood and Wine was really easy. No. Are you kidding me? The yeah. first thing you do when you get to Tucson <laughs> is you have to fight that Cyclops. And he almost murdered me when I was like level 37. Oh, okay. Of course, I, I also had like 16 experience I, points that I hadn't allocated. I remember so that. that <laughs> I remember that being... I remember that being really easy. Um, I The only part that I remember <laughs> you struggling... You remember to allocate your XP. Yeah, I probably did. The only thing that... I remember struggling with a lot in Blood and Wine was just that sequence at the very end where you're cut off from a blacksmith for like yeah. <sighs> and you apparently don't carry any repair kits with you at all I had insane. them I used them all <laughs> it was ridiculous <laughs> I always have way too many repair kits in my my inventory mm-hmm. yeah. but I just forgot to allocate my points so that didn't really help mm-hmm. but yeah you have to be like you have to be level well, the recommended level for Hearts of Stone is 32, and the recommended level for Blood and Wine is like 35. So I'm way off. But I'm, I've am i decided that I'm going to start Hearts of Stone as soon as the recommended level turns white, mm-hmm. uh, which should be in three more levels because uh, I just barely, when I when I got to like level 24, it changed the the quests that were level 28 29 suddenly turned white well and i remember the first couple of levels of the hearts of stone storyline being really easy but i just said that about um yeah you just said that about blood and wine and i remember almost dying several times in that first fight (laughs) sorry it's okay well there's one more topic we do need to discuss before we move on to our 2022 would you rather um, how do we feel about Microsoft owning everything? Yuck. I don't like it. It's <laughs> I hate a super them. bummer. <laughs> it's a huge, huge bummer. I was just reading about the but I mean it's something that I think a lot of people just kind of recognize. Um this is just not the best. Capitalism is just not the best for games. <laughs> it's really not. Like the 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 competition and the focus on on gaining that capital above all else is really gross and anti-consumer and it makes for lower quality games and and more likely to have like microtransactions and like and it led to the death of couch co-op yeah which halo infinite is bringing back borderlands has that Ooh. All of them. Nice. Yeah, I love good I used good it to get some of the co-op. trophies that I didn't want to play. They're shutting down again. the servers for Ultimate Chicken Horse, but you can still do a couch co-op. Yeah. Aww. Which is the only That's way nice. I like to play it anyway. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were kind enough to warn us that they're shutting down That's the servers. That's nice, yeah. It was very nice of them. For oh, yeah, imagine just letting them know. <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a huge bummer. Yeah. I just, I don't like Microsoft. <laughs> Yeah. And I worry that they're going to ruin these games. 
Well, I'm frustrated uh, that they're acquiring more games that they're probably going to not let PlayStation have access to. Yeah. Just like they've done with freaking the next Elder Scrolls game. I know. I'm so mad. And, and the, the, the Why was it Starfield? I've been waiting for that game for ages. Yeah. And now I'm not going to be able to play it on PlayStation. And I'm <sighs> just like... It's very anti-consumer. I mean, mm. I guess I'm going to have to play it on Xbox, but it's really frustrating because I specifically wanted to play it on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The the bigger these companies get, too, the less they care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm not going to get into it too much. They don't give a crap that I'm upset that I'm not going to be able to play Elder yeah. Scrolls, the next Elder Scrolls game on, on PlayStation. I'm not going to get into it too much because, honestly, I'm just really glad that it's finally over. But I had this whole saga over the last two weeks with GE oh, uh, trying to get our oven that was still in warranty, mm-hmm. trying to get it um, repaired. Mm. and then replaced and then finally just giving up and buying a new oven (sighs) and i tried to buy it from not ge because i was sick of dealing with them and Mm -hmm. i figured i would go with uh, with a smaller company so that if i did need to call customer service i could like deal with them personally and then it turned out to be a subsidiary of gd (laughs) that i bought from (laughs) and i didn't realize that but uh it was still a better choice um because although it was a a subsidiary of ge they still like are sort of running everything locally. So actually dealing with um, the people who actually did come to to bring the new uh, appliance were, were great. Mm. Um, they were way more accommodating than GE's horrible customer service That's good. Yeah. that I had to call three times. And when I say horrible customer service, everybody I spoke to was very nice it's and was very they're like, helpful. They're like rules and their pipeline and stuff like it's completely unhelpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 uh, designed to be yeah. unhelpful, and it's designed to the point to... where as Elsa was like talking to one of the customer service people and like pointed out that this was very unhelpful. She said, "Stepping away from my role as a GE representative, I agree, it's ridiculous." <laughs> yeah, like I, I, yeah, it was it was ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I, it was the at that point, I think that was the third time that I'd had to call in mm-hmm. about the same issue, and um, somebody had already come over to the house and they'd given me all these instructions, like, "Oh, we're gonna be, you know, moving the machine, so you need to make sure everything's out of the way." And uh, make sure it's not like disconnected and stuff. So I like got up early and did all of that and had everything moved out of the way. And the guy shows up. He doesn't have his tools. He doesn't have any of the parts. There's clearly no intention to ever do anything with it. And um, and he's just like and he just looks at it and goes, that's impact damage. That's not going to be covered under the warranty. And I was like, they already (laughs) told me it was like I had this whole conversation about how it happened Ugh. and like <laughs> so annoying. yeah it was really bad and we don't know how it happened that's why it was covered under the warranty because it was probably a manufacturing error yeah. like sure if you drop a bowling ball on top of a <laughs> of an oven and it breaks yeah okay that's probably not covered under warranty because that's bizarre and it wasn't made for that but if you like put cookware on top of it and it just cracks like it's made to hold cookware. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that seems like a like a like a mistake. Yeah. Or a defect in the glass or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, that was what I asserted, but mm. they uh, didn't care and um, wasted my time. Which I think I'm a little angrier about that. Honestly. Yeah. If they had just told me in the beginning that they weren't going to cover it, right? then I could have just taken care of it. Um, in my own time instead of waiting around for them for a week and a half mm-hmm. while they kind of told me they were going to take care of it themselves. Mm-hmm. It was it was ridiculous. 
And then when they offered to fix it, the cost of like repair was as much as I had paid for the whole oven. Mm-hmm. My gosh. Yeah. What? Yeah. So at that point, anyway, there is more. But like I said, I am not. Get- this is me not getting into it. <laughs> yeah. She's really being restrained. I, mean, I, I am. Tell you. Yeah. But As like, someone who's heard the rant several times, she's she's it's very restrained so right now. Frustrating. Yeah, it's because they, like I said, these bigger corporations, they get to the point where they own the world, mm-hmm. and they don't need to. Um, they don't need to care anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like I, they're people are going to keep buying their products because mm-hmm. they're cheap and they're all that's available. They'll just laugh and keep having money fights with each other. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing wads ca- <laughs> of cash at each other. Yeah. I feel like all of the products they make work just well enough, mm-hmm. but not all the way. Yeah. Because. Yeah, like I use Outlook and Excel and all the Microsoft products at work every day. And whenever there's an update, something goes wrong. And then they might fix that with another update. But then it makes another stupid problem. Just like the tiniest, Mm -hmm. dumbest problems that are super annoying. And it's like, Microsoft, you're billionaires. What are you doing? Yeah. Anyway, that's one of the reasons I hate Microsoft. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because they ruin everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I still haven't fully forgiven them for when my Xbox just like stopped connecting to the internet. And Mm. then one day it connected to the internet and erased 50 hours (gasps) of gameplay on Dragon Age Inquisition because it connected to the internet and was like, I haven't been um, connected to the cloud for a month and a half. So the save file that's in the cloud, that's the one you want, right? And then it just just erased it without asking me. No. Didn't even ask. <laughs> so I hate mad. them, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, Microsoft, what the hell? What is that design?" Yeah. Now it asks you. Yeah. Now oh, it asks you well, now after, after after that you happened lose to me. Fifty hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, it was like, so the cloud is always the one that's up to date, right? Okay, so we're gonna do our yearly thing where we do a would you rather. Yay. Um, and the way that this would you rather work. Oh, I can already see some that are mean. Yeah, I did yep. a couple that were mean. Oh, I, did I, one hate in, you. I did one in particular that was mean and pointed directly at Jensen. Oh, <laughs> I hate you so much. And uh, there's also only one entry on here that also appeared on. Um... Oh, I saw another one that's yeah. mean. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, it, it like messed it up again. Okay, we'll just remember that those ones need to be swapped because this, I don't think we'll remember. <laughs> this is not working. Oh, oh yeah. And we'll another remember. one we'll that's remember. mean. We'll remember. Yeah, so the reason <laughs> that I... mean. Because uh, I can't figure out how to do the copy and paste on this. It keeps accidentally like moving it to one of your cursors instead when I'm trying. Oh, so I, I, don't have I tried now. to disqualify... I tried to disqualify any game that actually was in our Would You Rather last year. Mm-hmm. And I also tried to take out the ones that um, that uh, how to explain that were like remakes or remasters. Yeah. Like if it came out in an earlier year, I tried not to include it because there's enough games coming out supposedly <laughs> in 2022 that I figured we could focus on the ones that either actually have a date for 2022 or the rumors are. Um, are there and they're kind of a fun one to discuss Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to focus it on games that actually are coming out for the first time in 2022 and uh, I might have messed up on a few so let me know if I did but I think I got it down to ones that are 
just like that. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, go through our list. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody Saves the World versus Star Ocean, the Divine Force. Um, I will go first. I have not heard of Nobody Saves the World, but I know that Star Ocean is one that I've actually like kind of dabbled in the idea of playing before uh, previous versions of it. So I'm going to go with Star Ocean. Mm-hmm. But um, mm. maybe I'll feel sad once I learn what Nobody Saves the World is. <laughs> yeah, I went with Star Ocean as well. Um, Nobody Saves the World looks fun and creative, but probably not one that I would play a ton. Mm-hmm. I actually went with Nobody Saves the World mainly because I haven't played any of the Star Ocean stuff before. And if I was going to start, I'd probably want to start with like an earlier entry Mm. um and nobody saves the world looks it looks interesting so i uh went ahead with that one realistically i'm probably going to play about three of these because that's what happened last year is uh, there was about three (laughs) games on the list that i actually ended up playing and the rest either didn't come out or i just didn't end up playing them (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! master duel versus pokemon legends arceus is that how you say that I think. I think so. Probably one of the majestic bird ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little surprised they didn't go with another color. Yeah. Or wait, I think he's like the antler guy. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. I can't it's been remember. ages. <laughs> In any case, I went with Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel just because I like card games. <laughs> oh, man. This one is surprisingly difficult for me. Normally, I'd be like Pokemon, hands down. But I've actually been looking at the Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel and being like, I... I I don't know why, but I kind of want to get into it. Maybe it's because I'm thinking of Digimon instead of Yu-Gi-Oh. Maybe. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh I'm going to go with Pokemon. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That made no sense. but That that's, was a wild ride. That was the we way couldn't... that my brain went. And I wasn't I able to follow to your logic. narrate anyway. my brain out loud. <laughs> no one can follow my logic. <laughs> and I went with Pokemon because card games are not for me. <laughs> Uh, I uh, expeditions Rome versus Waylanders. Okay, and then this is maybe on the fringes because what I I also tried to avoid games that are in a genre that we just do usually don't even play. Yeah, mm. like uh, I didn't bother to put you Any know sports games. Yeah, I didn't yeah. bother to put sports <laughs> games or racing games. games on here for yeah. instance because we don't really play those. No, we I don't, don't care. care. This one I think is kind of right on the border yeah. because these are genres of games that like we have played in the past. Uh, but I don't know that we have any plans to like pick it up as a hobby again. Yeah. But is one of them a uh, like, oh, what's it called? They real time strategy. Yeah, they both look very Age of Empiresy, but I think one of them is real time strategy. But they, you know, that they're kind of yeah variety there. I think I'm gonna go with the Expeditions Rome. I'm gonna I, go with the same thing. That yeah. one sounds to me like a. I really should have looked these. <laughs> Yeah, that was why I, you know, put the outline together a whole eight hours before we did this. I'm sorry. I forgot that that's a part of it. But I like Rome and I like Age of Empires. And it sounds like it's that was the vibe it gave me. But I do think Mm -hmm. it's more real time strategy than anything else. I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. I did Waylanders because it's more fantasy. Yeah, Ah. it does look fantasy, which is really cool. cool. Um, Paparazzi versus Weird West. Weird West. Weird West does look really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went with Weird West. Paparazzi looks cute, but it also looks like it could potentially uh, have a moment in there where I'm like, oh, animals. So I'm going to go with Weird West. <laughs> Paparazzi, it's like 
I will probably end up playing this when I'm like, I just want something cute. And yeah. um, I assume an easy platinum. I'm just I'm just <laughs> assuming. Yeah. Um, but uh, Weird West sounds more like something I could get obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then here's another one that's right on the fringes. Yeah. Because these are the two genres of games we just don't even bother playing. <laughs> yeah. But I thought I'd throw some in here just for texture. Rainbow Six Extraction versus Rugby 22. I oh. after you said you didn't put sports games. In. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just gonna go immediately with Rainbow Six, but I was like, what if Rugby Twenty Two has a fun character creator? I picked the. I picked. <laughs> but what the, if Rainbow Six does? I'm going with Rainbow Six. <laughs> I picked the one sports game that actually looked kind of fun, and then the one like um, r- you know, like I don't play Rainbow Six. I just tried to like yeah. pair off a few things. That's like here's some here's Rainbow some. Six, Call of Duty, essentially <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. both games we don't play. Have some first yeah. person MMO kind of shooters that we don't play. The third person. Well, except Whatever. Rainbow well, Six. Yeah, I think Rainbow Six is third person. It looks scary. So I oh. went with Rugby 22. <laughs> it's like a, a Rainbow Six with aliens or something. Ooh. Yeah, so you yeah, actually Rainbow might, six. might like Rainbow it. Six. <laughs> yeah, maybe I pick that. <laughs> I think Rainbow Six is third person shooter, though. Yeah, it might be. I, maybe it is third wrong. person. No, I think this one, I think, is first person. Oh, person. Okay. The only I one I ever played was third person, but that was back in like 2018. Yeah. yeah. So way back in 2018. <laughs> wait, no, not 2018. 2008. Yeah. So when I was, I was 18. I was like, wait, what? When I was A 18. Full four years ago. Yeah. No. And then uh, Windjammers yeah. 2 versus Aztec Forgotten Gods. Aztec Forgotten Gods. Yeah. I'm not even totally Az- sure what Aztec. kind of game that is. Because it's a cool... I know more about Windjammers, but I love Aztec stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. And in the in the genre of cutesy games, we have Baby Storm versus Ollie Ollie World. I know nothing about Baby Storm, and I know so much more about Ollie Ollie World, but I'm going to go with Baby Storm. Because <laughs> its name is... Baby Storm. The game is. I'm just... thinking like Sharknado, but with babies. I watched the trailer and I was just like, "What is this <laughs> for Baby Storm?" And I was like, uh, "I don't know about that." <laughs> I went with Ollie Ollie World, which it actually does look really. It fun. looks fun. I yeah, Ollie Ollie World looks fun and cute. And, and normally I would go with that, but its name is Baby Storm. <laughs> Jensen votes for that just by the name alone. Just by name alone. <laughs> I know nothing about it. And then we have Dying Light 2 Stay Human versus Star Trip, Starship Troopers Turn Command. Dying Light 2. Yeah. I'm actually like really excited yeah. for Dying Light Yeah, 2. it actually looks really cool. Like I, I haven't actually played the first one yet. I own it and I almost started it last week at the beginning of tax season. Like, you know, starting to wrap up when I was feeling the stress and I just wanted to play any game. Mm-hmm. But um, I, even so, I... I I went. I actually went to a uh, conference thingy at uh, the Game Developers Conference where they talked about how they did the parkour in the first Dying Light game, mm-hmm. and it was fascinating, and it made me really want to play the game. <laughs> uh, and I still haven't played it, but I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna play Dying Light too. <laughs> I am not going to play either, <laughs> but I chose it anyway because it looks more exciting than Starship Troopers. Let's go parkour in it. <laughs> yeah, parkour, 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 parkour. parkour. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got a seafood Wait, you versus... didn't say which one you were gonna do yeah i did i also would do dying light oh i guess i just i just agreed didn't hear you yeah because <laughs> i suck 
<laughs> and then Sifu versus Monarch. Sifu. Sifu. I've got it on my my wish list. I really like. I want it. Get does it does look really fun, but because there's only one Sifu, and because I'm going to be a contrary, I'm going to go with Monarch. That's not true. There's many many Sifus. <laughs> but our Sifu is the best Sifu. <laughs> it's kind of like how you think your dad's the best dad. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad my can beat seafood. up all the other dads. Yeah. My yeah. Sifu can beat up all the other Sifus. I don't remember what prompted it, but today in class, he was like, I'm proud of you guys. Yeah. And Elise was like, oh, thanks, dad. I know. I heard that. It cracked me up. That's good. Uh, Martha is dead versus Madison. And can I just say that um, there was a noticeable lack of survival horror and horror games in the release schedule this year, at least all the ones I could find. I don't know if they're all just hiding um, somewhere in the recesses of Steam and their calendar or what, but like I'm just not seeing a whole lot of horror titles that are that are set to come out this year and it makes me very sad yeah. um yeah i'm the worst and i don't know anything about either of these two <laughs> they both look spooky i kind of think martha is dead looks a little bit more my speed mm-hmm. but yeah madison, and then madison, madison might be more freaky oh, no, they... madison looks very freaky <laughs> i misjudged yeah. what she meant by Ma- Ma- um, martha's dead being more speed i was like oh then that's probably the scarier <laughs> one yeah no i i mean it looks more my speed in that it looks like I'll be able to just sit down and be cozy with it oh, and like have my nice horror experience oh, that, that I look fun. for. It looks like a spooky mystery. But I think Madison looks like the one that I would actually want to like marry. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it looks <laughs> because it looks insane. Okay. I'm going to say right now that uh, I'm going to play Martha's Dead and I'm going to watch Markiplier ma- play Madison. <laughs> Actually, that, that might be a good way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I probably will try and play both because yeah. I, I love horror games and these are apparently the only two that I could find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Elix 2 versus Starfield. This one's mean. This is, yeah. Yeah. I actually been, like, I played the first Elix a little bit. Uh, I got frustrated because the combat was really stupid and I was like, I'm going to wait for them to update it and then they never did. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't go back. <laughs> But I'm actually like really looking forward to the second game. And then I'm also looking forward to Starfield. But because I can play Elix 2 on my PlayStation and I can't with Starfield, I'm going with Elix. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at you, freaking <laughs> Bethesda and Microsoft. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know enough about Starfield, but yeah, I went with Elix. I think yeah. that looks really fun. They both look fun. they both look really cool. I yeah. kind my theory is that Elix is probably going to have the more fun gameplay yeah. and Starfield is going to have a story that could be either make or break it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. my theory. I think you're right. The thing about Elix, the first one, what was really cool is that like the combat was frustrating, but the world itself had like this like rich feeling to it where they like it feels like a fantasy game with sci-fi technology mm-hmm. available well and that it's, kind of atmosphere kind of like really and that kind of atmospheric mm-hmm. world building and the and like being a little bit more reassured that the gameplay is going to actually be really fun yeah kind of leads me to to choose elix too yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i hope they have um made the combat less frustrating yeah <laughs> but this one i was trying to put together a couple of tough ones because i do want to play yeah both that of one was hard yeah. i do want to play starfield i am planning to get it but like but I don't know if I'm going to love it. Yeah. I might be frustrated with it. Yeah. I've been waiting for it for so long. I might be, I might end up being disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, and then here's the one where we have to switch. Oh, no, we have got one more before we have to switch. So King of Fighters 15 or Phantom Breaker Omnia. So I had to put a couple of fighting games on here because <laughs> yeah. we do occasionally play those. Uh, fighting games are hard. I never really played them much. I know. <laughs> but I feel like just from the names, I don't know too much about the ones because I suck. But just from the names, I feel like Phantom Breaker Omnia is going to have more interesting character lineup. That's so much more you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Like I think about the last fighting game you played and I guess it was um Soul Calibur. Yeah. And this is yeah. Soul Calibur. It's probably Soul Calibur. <laughs> it was either Soul Calibur or Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. I think mine was that boxing or not the, the, uh, that like boxing game on the Switch. Mhm. Where yeah, they have like the oh. crazy springy arms. Yeah, I oh. think that's the last one I played. Well, and I think River, I, the name of that, I think I River City Girls Two is coming out this year, which I might yeah. want to play that. But they didn't have like a firm date for it that I could find, uh. and um, and it's just a rumor. And I have still haven't actually played the first one. Yeah, just mm. watched it, so I decided to like not really worry about it and just <laughs> pick these two fighting games instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so far, changing tides. Oh. oh, sorry, go ahead. I don't think you or I chose. Oh, oh. Yeah, I, I think, you're right. I think it was just yeah, Jensen. It was just Jensen. Um, oh, I really don't know. I do think that <laughs> Phantom Breaker is more your thing. Yeah. King of Fighters 15 might be more mine. Yeah. Yeah. I think the name makes it sound very <laughs> anime. It is. But they I mean, both they both are. are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But went... Phantom Breaker Omnia is like, it's it's like the the edgier anime. <laughs> I'm not sure it is. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going by names. No. I don't know. I went with King of Fighters, but you, you guys, the Phantom Breaker trailer is straight fire. Yeah, <laughs> like it's this this Japanese guy who actually has a really good like American English accent. Yeah, just like shouting things the entire time. Like there's one part where he's literally just like yeah 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 boom ba yeah. <laughs> what in the world? It's a little bit more the 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 vibe I get from it is that it's a little bit more oriented towards like fun and wackiness mm -hmm. and like and like you know bizarre <laughs> character designs and like yeah. look what this person can do like nice. like that kind of thing which is why i think it's more your yeah, speed yeah. king of fighters is a little bit more like how good are you <laughs> oh yeah that's not mine that's not for me yeah <laughs> i don't want one that's actually gonna be like how good at fighting games are you yeah. like no I just that's liked, not important <laughs> don't i just ask. liked the graphics better <laughs> yeah that's all I'm basing the it on. The graphics are really nice for King yeah. of Fighters. Yeah. Um, and so far changing tides versus a little devil inside. This is one that I'm having a really hard time with because they both look so good and mm -hmm. I love water. So I oh, I really want to pick far changing tides, but I think I'll do little devil inside. I don't know. I'm really excited about that story and like, what is this about? Like, it yeah. looks really interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It looks. I'm really intrigued by the story in Little Devil Inside. But once again, I think we kind of run into a similar problem as with Elix and Starfield, where it's like the story is going to make or break mm. with both of these games. Yeah, you can tell. And 
something about the vibe of Far Changing Tides makes me feel a little bit more reassured that it's going to be something that's going to be effective for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Little Devil. Yeah. <clears throat> I it, actually, it, it could either be really great or I could end up being really frustrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually ran across Far Changing Tides like a, little, a couple days ago on the um, on the PlayStation Store. And I remember just being captivated by it for a little bit. And I was like, I have no idea what this is about, but I want it. So I'm <laughs> yeah. going with that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I'm I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say Little Devil inside. Yeah, yeah, cool. <clears throat> and then uh, last one, well, not last one, but the last one that we have to worry about <laughs> switching close. stuff around. Babylon Fall versus Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Hmm. I'm doing Babylon's Fall just for the sake. Um, just because it looks new and exciting and different. Like, mm-hmm. I love Final Fantasy, but I've already played Final Fantasy games. Yeah. So. That's the thing is, Final Fantasy is the safe choice, but Babylon's Fall is it these days? I don't know. Cause well, like, yeah. if you already like Final Fantasy, you're actually you're probably going to end up hating it because yeah. that's just the way that things are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> well, I've heard that it's more like. Dark Souls difficulty, mm-hmm. which is another reason that it turned me off. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I was Whoa, like, oh, that no. fun. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to make it a little harder um, and focusing on that that gameplay element. Mm. But I, mm, Babylon's Fall does look interesting. I think I'm going to go with Babylon's Fall. I'll do Stranger Paradise to be different. <laughs> I kind of want. I kind of think they both look intriguing. They to do, me. yeah. yeah. Um, and then we've got a mem- a memoir blue versus necro barista. What was that? That was, was the all mail. your mail. Oh, it was <laughs> all through the door. It exploded through the door. <laughs> so a memoir ver- blue versus necro barista. I don't know anything about either of these, but necro barista. Are you just like a dead barista? Serving drinks because that's what it sounds like. I don't know. You're a live barista serving drinks to people who have died and are getting ready to pass over. So it's like a visual novel. (laughs) It looks really cool. It looks really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually went with a memoir blue and I'm probably going to cry my eyes out. What's that one? It's, I don't really know exactly, but it's It's a mood piece. It's about a mother and daughter. Yeah. And, and I was immediately like, ah. <laughs> I'm a mother now. My heart. I'm a daughter. My heart. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I will be in the mood to cry when that comes out. So I'm going with Necrobarista. I think Watch I'm, me cry playing Necrobarista. I kind of think poor dead people. I kind of think they're. Um, they just want lattes. <laughs> I kind of think they're both <laughs> supposed to be designed to make you cry in one way or another. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> I think I am going to go with Necro Barista just because I used to be a barista. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same. Yeah. There you go. It did kind of feel like I was serving people serving who were waiting to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> serving people who are slowly being killed in by corporate capitalism. America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song 
Um, versus In Sound Mind. What is In Sound Mind? It looks so cool. It does. Yeah? It looks really cool. Yeah, but too scary for me, so I'm taking what? the other one. It's, uh, it's, I didn't include it as like a horror title because it looks a little more action-oriented, yeah, but yeah, it, it looks freaky. So. It, uh, yeah, that's why it's, it's more action-oriented. That's why it's against vampire. So you, yeah. you are, it's first person, you are a psychiatrist, and you are able to visit like go into the cassette tapes of your previous patients and face their fears. Ooh. Yeah. Like it looks really Ooh, cool. I definitely want to watch someone play it. You can watch me play it because I'm going to pick it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to play Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've been making so many Vampire the Masquerade, um, you know, games with like a different subtitle that i don't know which one swan song is <laughs> right yeah so i think i actually had a moment where i was like did this come out already but like i yeah. couldn't find anything they... else about it i think it's the new one is it not the one we've been waiting for i don't think so oh, that one that one it dang. sounds like they've been having a lot of troubles so it's pushed back again yeah and they yeah. just keep it's releasing really frustrating I, I could have sworn i put like five dollars down on that at, at gamestop <laughs> and they just kept your money <laughs> no you didn't I could be wrong, though. They no longer have the ability for you to look it up online. So huh. I have no idea what I've pre-ordered. Mm, I had to, like, go in person the day that Halo came out and be like, did I pre-order Halo? <laughs> I don't remember. You're like, I'm sorry. Are you from the past? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, yes, you did pre-order. And I'm like, can you give me a list of everything else I've pre-ordered? <laughs> Goodness. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go with In Sound Mind just because um, I have no idea which Vampire the Masquerade is. I probably <laughs> will love it, but uh, they've also been talking about one that's like a battle royale, and I know I will hate that one. Mm. So just in case that one is the battle royale <laughs> one, I'm, I'm going to just not choose it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think... Uh, this next one is a little weird. This one's mean. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, 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 it can be confusing why how these two things go together. No, it makes total sense in my mind. <laughs> okay, good. I'm yeah. glad. Because I thought it did too, but I had a hard time explaining why. It makes total sense to me. <laughs> so it's Kirby and the Forgotten Land versus Saints Row. This is so mean. <laughs> I want to play both so badly. <laughs> that might I'm be the connection, is that Jensen wants to play both of these. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Saints Row because Saints Row is just, it's, it's you know, meant so much more to me in my life. But that Kirby in the Forgotten Land looks so good. It looks so fun. Ah, I want to play it so badly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've actually, I've, I've got, I've racked up more hours playing Saints Row games than any Kirby game, but I kind of feel like I need Kirby right now. Yeah. I mm. think I'm going to go with Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I understand. Land. Yeah, I feel I'm like that. That Kirby game is. I just be need so that Kirby nice. energy. <laughs> I'm more likely to play Kirby first, so yeah, I also I'm, went with Kirby. I'm yeah. I'm more likely to to play Saints Row first. So Saints Row, like the American Yakuza, yeah, kind of yeah. game. I mean, not like the Yakuza. That anime, that's a good way like to the game. That's kind yeah, of a good way of. to think of it. It's not yeah. as polished and well put together <laughs> as you way, but like. <laughs> It's way jankier. <laughs> way jankier, but about the same level of goofiness. Yeah. But like the difference is like anime bullshit goofiness versus like 
cartoon goofiness mm. like, yeah like batman the animated series goofiness versus animation. yeah like yeah. there was a the, that's the, what it, that's yahtzee's the review of saints nice. row two, two or three i think it was he says something like uh this game is what it would feel like to to like basically play pretend at being a batman villain yeah <laughs> and that's exactly what this feels yeah. like nice. and they just get wackier as they go a lot of people didn't like how wacky they got in the third and fourth game including yahtzee i disagree i think that the <laughs> wackiness of the third and fourth game is fantastic i absolutely think it got so much better once they stopped trying to be edgy at all yeah like they actually there, there were some moments in the third and fourth game where they had to deal with um, sort of some tonal dissonance because of the really dark things that happened in the earlier yeah. games where they were sort of taking it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and it was more fun when they were just running around robbing banks and paper mache masks and like yeah. bunny costumes. Like, it's like the first game was full on them trying to rip off uh, Grand, Grand Theft, Theft Auto. Auto yeah. Yeah. Like there was like it, that's absolutely what was going on. And then the <laughs> second game they were like, I think we should try and be goofier with it. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, you know what? Goofiness is working for us. And let's so the third game, they were like, it. let's lean into it. And then the fourth game, they were like, aliens! <laughs> <laughs> aliens and superpowers. Aliens. And the whole thing is narrated by Jane Austen because reasons. <laughs> it's just wild. No joke. Okay, it's literally so I, Jane Austen. I need to play the third and fourth one, yeah. apparently. <laughs> you, Fantastic. You just kind of get superpowers. Yeah. At one point, there's a mini zombie apocalypse. <laughs> That's in the third game. Is that it Burt Reynolds who's the president? Yes, he's, yeah. he's the mayor. He's the, oh, mayor. He's the mayor. Your character is the president oh, in the fourth game. Oh, that's right. You, you become president. Your character becomes president and Keith David is the vice president. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's fantastic. I, I need these yeah. in my life. It's so, so good. good. And like there's still the mini games where you're basically there's still mini games where you're well, you're basically getting points for like spraying poop on people's houses or trying to uh, commit insurance fraud. Yeah, the insurance fraud ones are the best one. That's the one that's in every single game. That's like the only um, the only consistent mini game. And it's so much fun because you just like walk out into the road and then you take a dive in front of a car and they hit you and you earn money for it. And then the the only thing that changed about it is that in um, as the games went on, you could get more airtime for each time you got hit in the car. And in the fourth game, you can like go spinning down the road, bumping into the tops of cars yeah. and getting tons of money. Basically, it just turns the ragdoll physics up way, way into the stratosphere. It's and it's just really silly. Oh, man. oh my gosh. Those games. those games are so... So I wonder if they're going to have any of those uh, mini games, specifically the insurance fraud in the new one. I hope they have that one. It's not really a mini game. It's more like a side quest. But my favorite from the third game was the um, Dr. Genki's. Yeah. uh, Professor Genki's. Professor Genki's. Ganky bowl uh, or Genki, something like yeah, that. Yeah, the Ganky bowl where you you've got like this little maze thing and you go through and you. It's there's a enemies it's a TV you. show. Yeah, it's like a TV it's a TV show. show that is broadcast. They're broadcasting it and it's like a competition, <laughs> and it's like like uh, there's enemies shooting at you and you have to kill them. And there's like fire traps and electricity traps and there's these things that come up that if you shoot them you get like more ammo or health or money. Uh, or oh if you gosh. accidentally shoot the one with the panda, it goes unethical. And then you lose points. <laughs> And then if you shoot, and if you shoot like the scary bear monster or whatever it is, it just goes ethical. Ethical. 
And and no, it's great is they have they have a version of it in the in the fourth game in one of the DLCs. It's a Christmas DLC. It's how the Saints saved Christmas. It's fantastic. And um they've got a version of a, another Genki game where it's Christmas themed. And instead of ethical, they go ecumenical. <laughs> And you have to throw like menorahs and Christmas trees and trees around and stuff, and it's so much fun. Basically, I'm realizing that you've never watched us play Saints Row. No, I have. You should play it. It's so you, yeah, fun. Yeah, you, you'd probably like it. Yeah, especially since you liked Judgment and Lost Judgment. It's kind of like that, but just American and janky and kind of stupider. Yeah. And your character is a straight up sociopath. And like all of their <laughs> friends comment on and comment on it. It's not like it's not meant to just be like, ha ha ha. Like, like it's they're kind of laughing it off like, oh, your character's a crazy person. Mm. Your character's like hyper violent. But like also everyone recognizes it and they're like very concerned. Like, boss, you're crazy. They're like, no, this this yeah, your boss as the boss, you have an actual diagnosis somewhere. <laughs> There's like. one level in the fourth game where you are going inside this uh simulator that's specially designed designed to be like a living hell for one of your your team members Mm -hmm. and she's fighting an evil version of you and the only difference is that they have a mustache (laughs) 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 and you're like you're like wow (laughs) is that it's like this guy's a jerk he's like yep (laughs) was that was that part of the tron level or was the tron level different the tron level was for matt that was in the third game the um there's a a tron level level. they've got tons of fun like uh references and things Mm -hmm. and like though that that one is the metal gear solid level there's actually a moment where you have to sneak around in boxes and the boss is like why do i have to do this this is stupid And like, there's oh, the yes. the whole Christmas DLC is like my favorite thing, and it keeps referencing um, a Christmas story. And at one point, you get a BB gun to try and fight Santa, <laughs> and, um, and you're like, you're like, I'm gonna shoot him down. And Shandy is like, Don't do that. You might shoot your eye out. And then you shoot it, and it'll bounce off of the thing, and, and like half the screen goes out, and you're like, Oh my gosh, he shot my eye out. <laughs> And then you have to play the rest of it with half oh, the screen. Oh, no, it comes back after <laughs> okay. a Because I haven't played this yet, but that sounds hilarious. It comes yeah. back after a while, but it's just funny because they're like, I shot my eye out. <laughs> oh, I love it so okay, much. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, it uh, is pretty good. Oof. Anyway, we got majorly yeah. distracted yeah, because sorry, Saints Row is awesome. sideline side us. It's okay. I just, I, it's okay. We love Saints Row, and I just realized I don't think we've ever, like, exposed you to it yeah. <laughs> you should play it you told it's me about so it but oh my gosh yeah, yeah oh my i need gosh. to play it it's so goofy so good i love them uh tiny teeny tina's wonderland which we talked about a little bit already uh versus redfall yeah. actually tiny tina's wonderland is different because the tiny tina's assault on dragon keep at a one-shot adventure is just like a shorter like thing like that wonderlands is a, i think it's like I think what it's supposed to be is like a longer version of that, but also possibly with other tabletop That's RPGs. That's what I assumed involved. it was. Yeah. Is that it's the same thing, but just more expansive like, yeah. as an actual game. And uh, I'm going to choose that one, even though I seem to remember Redfall being something that sounded cool, because I really want to play Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's hard. I think I'll choose Redfall. Because I still don't know what Tiny Tina's is going to be like. Yeah. And 
I don't know, tabletop games. I know I play D&D, but in general, that's not really my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not actually like a tabletop in that you'll be like playing with like a table or whatever. You're playing like, it's like first person shooter. Yeah. But um, I, it, it seems, if it's the way that it is in the Tiny Tina's One Shot Adventure, it seems like you'll have like, you never played Fable 2, did you? I did. Oh, or wait, no, it's was three. It three. I played. Did table you play three. the one where you they shrink you down and put you into the yes. table? It's like that. <laughs> okay. That's. I think that's how it's supposed to be. It's like you're basically like you're playing on this like fake world like tabletop mm-hmm. thing, and you've got Tiny Tina above you making decisions for you. <laughs> At least that's how it looked in the trailer. Uh-huh. I haven't actually played it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but somebody played Fable Tiny... and was like, "We're gonna make an entire game out <laughs> yes. of that." And I assume Tiny <laughs> Tina's Wonderland will be similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could be wrong. They oh, okay. they both look intriguing to me. I think I'm going to lean toward mm-hmm. Tiny Tina just because it seems different. Yeah. Um, and I I like to embrace different. I like to encourage different. Mm-hmm. When, different is fun. When I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, these are two. Okay. A Plague Tale Requiem versus Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Another sort of like not quite horror, but sort of horror adjacent titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is kind of hard. It is. I've been waiting for Ghostwire Tokyo for longer, so I I chose that one. Yeah. It's been on my radar for longer. Yeah. I'm concerned about whether or not they're going to, like, actually do it. Put it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Plague Tale, uh, I, I did. I love the first Plague Tale, and I'm intrigued by the sequel, but I think I'm going to go with Ghostwire Tokyo on mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a plague tale is gonna make me cry my eyes out. It's actually not super sentimental. There is one scene in the first plague tale game where it's kind of like, oh, well, I feel like they're gonna to. up it for the second one, maybe. But also, it looks cool. I'm gonna go with plague tale. I feel like it's gonna be more stealth focused. It mm-hmm. is That's yeah. kind of my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and then um, this one might be seen like another weird pair. The reason that I put Stalker 2 on here, Heart of Chernobyl, is mainly just because um, I don't know much about the first Stalker game, but I there's a movie called Stalker that... It's about a plane, I think? No, it's... Uh, I, I'm not sure what you could be thinking of because now I can't stop thinking about Night Flyer. Um, but Stalker <laughs> is a... Um, so it's a... Oh, I can't remember his name now. He's that very famous Russian director. Uva Bull. No, like Tchaikovsky. I think that's it. Something like that. It's better. Uva Bull sucks. I don't know any Russian no. directors. Uva Bull. Wait, do I know Uva Bull? You House of the Dead? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to look it up really fast because this is driving me crazy. <laughs> he does terrible video game adaptations. Oh, no. Stalker. Yeah. <laughs> movie he also okay. did dead or alive you know that like ball a volleyball game tarkovsky <sighs> i mean Why it's not always a volleyball <laughs> volleyball game but, but i know there, that was, there was a volleyball, a volleyball version, version. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only one i ever can think of and i'm always like why <laughs> so stupid <laughs> um so the Chermo- the so the Chernobyl disaster happened in 1986. The movie Stalker came out well before that. Like I think it came out in like late 70s. But the some of the aesthetic in in Stalker gets compared to Chernobyl a lot. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was interesting that this game is sort of 
combining those two popular culture, like, well, historical <laughs> and popular culture references, like, because it just, I don't know if it's intentional, but once again, the look of it made me think of both the film Stalker and, you know, obviously it's it's invoking Chernobyl. Yeah. Um, but like, I just thought that was very strange so i was sort of intrigued by that one for that reason alone mm-hmm. uh-huh. but then we're pu- we're pitting it against gotham knights to make yeah. it easy for you guys i thought i'd be nice yeah. for a second Thank you. i'm really intrigued you're by gonna this. be really mean in the next one so yeah. i'm really intrigued by this stalker one but i think i'm actually gonna go with gotham knights mm-hmm. too just because that probably is going to be a more fun experience and because I am confused (laughs) by the combination of all of those references in my head. Um, So then last one, she like, like poses this whole thing. And then immediately is like, I'm confused by it. I am. I'm very confused by it, which is why I'm going to go with the other game. (laughs) Uh, I just wanted to talk about it. But this last one is the meanest of all. Yes. I did do it on purpose. Mm. And this is the one that we resurrected from our list last year because they were insisting for a second there that Horizon Forbidden West was going to come out. And like, I think we all knew that that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, now apparently it is for real going to come out. Yay. Like in just a few weeks even. Yay. And so is Elden Ring. So Horizon Forbidden West versus Elden Ring. And that's really mean. I know. so mean. <laughs> but it is the actual choice you're going to have to actually make because it's they're coming out around the same time. True. true. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Horizon. I've been mm. waiting forever. And I, yeah, I've, I've been excited for Elden Ring, but oh my gosh, Horizon Zero Dawn is one of my favorite games of all time. So good. So I cannot wait for the sequel. I think I have to go with Horizon as well. I like I played the, the Elden Ring network test and it was so fun and I can't wait for Elden Ring. But Horizon Forbidden West comes out like a week before Elden mm-hmm. Ring, so I'm already going to be playing, playing with Elden Ring. Yeah. I know I am. And to <laughs> the surprise of absolutely nobody, I'm going to pick Elden Ring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, and that is our Would You Rather list for Woo! 2022. We yeah. did it. We did it. Uh, now we just have two more questions to cover, and then uh, the first episode of our fourth season is done, and we're going to take a little hiatus after that, because uh, Jensen and I are going to be working six days a week, and um, it's going to be gross. Gross. That is awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. (laughs) So what non-video game thing are you currently obsessed with? Baby, baby, (laughs) Evelyn is still the princess. She's so cute. She's so cute. But also, we got another cockatiel. Yay! Finally, Um, but we have to quarantine them for forty-five days just to make sure the new bird doesn't have any, I don't know, crazy parasites or Mm -hmm. pathogens that he's going to introduce to Flufflebeak that will be bad. So it's really hard right now, but it's going to be so much fun when we get to finally introduce them. Fluffle's going to be so excited. They'll have friends. (laughs) So cute. Love that. Oh, also, sorry. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, there's another thing. I just started watching the anime Assassination Assassination Classroom. Oh, I've heard it's fun. I've heard stuff about that. It's so great. (laughs) I'll have to check that one out. I've heard good things. It's so goofy. It's, It's wonderful. It's a wonderful balance of these children 
trying to assassinate their teacher before he blows up the earth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't realize that's what it was about. Yes. <laughs> he's like, he's got like a, a round yellow smiley face head uh, and he's got a bunch of like yellow tentacles he's, he's really, an eldritch creature yeah he can kind. move at Mach 20 speeds and the government oh. hasn't been able to kill him and for some reason he insists on teaching these junior high students and so they're <laughs> like well we might as well let him do it and put him in a classroom of 30 people so that maybe you have a chance of killing him <laughs> so they're like trying to kill their teacher but also he's a really good teacher and, <laughs> and like they really vibe with him and they're like the misfits of the school and he's actually like really good at teaching them and they feel like they're you know starting to understand things and like redeem themselves oh no <laughs> it's so a, funny it's a weird balance of like oh. we want to kill you but also we love you <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I've heard that it's uh, it's a good time. It's yeah. a really good time. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking forward to, Jensen? Uh, looking forward to? Well, I just read your comments, so I know that you're talking about perspective yeah. stuff. But what, what are you? Not what not video game thing are you currently <laughs> obsessed with? Well, tax season is starting. Yep. And I'm going to be thinking about not starting the many new games that I want to start because tax <laughs> season causes me stress and I want to have immediate feelings of happiness from uh, just any game that I feel like at that moment. And so I have to try not to start all the games. Mm -hmm. Also, I got a new phone because my old phone bricked itself four oh, days ago. Sad. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice though and it's got <laughs> triggers that pop up and they make a, a gunshot noise or like a, a loading noise when I did. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And what's fun is if the screen is off and I pop up the top one and then I double click the trigger, it turns on the light. So it feels like a deluminator. I can like <laughs> click it. Nice. <laughs> uh, anyway it's a nice phone it's a black shark 4 i think i don't know yeah. i got it i found it on amazon and i was like okay <laughs> that looks fun and gamey and it's really fun nice so I'm, I'm obsessed with that and i'm obsessed with uh not destroying my completion status on playstation yeah with mm. too many games not to derail us too much but um this oh. week, me and Jensen were talking about how um, I'm actually incredibly proud of her for the amount of money that she has spent on consoles and games instead of paying me rent. Oh, I totally, I totally support this. I think it's very, I think it's very anarchist. Sorry. <laughs> I love this journey for you. <laughs> it was great. Basically, we had this moment where we were talking about how expensive it is to have gaming as a hobby and you know how it's it's nice to be able to like borrow and trade games and mm -hmm. stuff like that to kind of cut down on having to buy so much but you have a library like a digital library that's like 200 yeah it's like 200 games just on play, playstation alone oh yeah that's and like not it's not all digital some of it's physical but yeah for my playstation games that i have not played yet mm -hmm. that's just ones i have not played oh my gosh 200 games just on PlayStation. Yeah, this actually came up during the whole Microsoft uh, rant that we first got onto. Yeah, when, we when you suggested it, we had a big rant along <laughs> on the drive to to work. Because uh -huh. it's like because one because one of the things that's so frustrating about 
um, having everything be really compartmentalized mm-hmm. and and anti-consumer is that you do end up basically if you like if you want to engage with the full landscape of what there is to offer you kind of have to have every single console yeah mm-hmm. and because uh, there are exclusives and the yeah. exclusives are good and you want to play them yep. and yeah so you got to spend tons of money it's stupid yep. yeah and <laughs> like dumb. we're very lucky that we've been able to um to afford to do that but in the case of jensen it did come at the cost of her basically just not paying me rent for eight months and eight months <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sorry that's how long it's been <laughs> oh no that's so much money i owe you <laughs> I don't have that much in my account right now. It's okay. Screw me. <laughs> I did pay for that addition. Yeah, you did pay to build that addition. So I'll probably end up subtracting that in the end anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's really, It's really not a big deal. It's really not. <laughs> My soul just left my body. At least it's because of something worthwhile. <laughs> well, 200 and that's games the thing. I haven't started yet. And that's the thing is that like I completely support this mm-hmm. because honestly, I I just think that you have your priorities straight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh, I I I'm I consider myself something of a hedonist, and uh, I'll encourage that in other people. Go ahead. Oh snap! <laughs> I just realized something we didn't go over. We what? didn't do our PlayStation wrap-ups. Oh. oh, we I totally forgot about that. I did too. Yeah. We could do that at the very end. Yeah, after we could do that at the very end after yeah. we finished answering this question. You never answered what oh, you Oh yeah. So it's with. tax season and I long for the collapse of society. Nice. Um <laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I as long as I as long as I continue to have this job, I will be very grateful for it. I do enjoy sitting down and helping people work through these issues like little puzzles. It's great. Mm-hmm. But it is also a daily evidence of just how broken and messed up our whole system is. Yes. <laughs> so that they need somebody yeah, like me. In a perfect to world, our job it. wouldn't exist. Yeah, uh-huh. it would not. You would not need a tax attorney. Because <laughs> it would be pretty. And I'd be forward. fine with that too. I wouldn't even be like upset that my mm. I didn't have a job anymore. I'd be I like, can do other things. That's fine. At least you know. Yeah. At least people don't need. Uh, you know. People to help them figure out their dumb taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. could like actually produce something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could play all those 200 video games. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have to garnish people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what are we playing next? I know that I always lie, but this time I really do plan on the next thing that I play that's new is going to be Elden Ring because it's all I really care about and it's happening pretty soon. And um, I mean, I'm going to be working, mm. so I probably won't get the chance to play it too much Unfortunately. over the next couple mm. of months. But once I have that freedom, me and Elden Ring, mm-hmm. we're going to sit down for a long, happy time together. <laughs> yeah. And go nice. to Vegas and get married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I fucked up my hair. I, okay. <laughs> me, and, me and Elden Ring are going to get married in Vegas. Sure. It's only like a six-hour drive. I was thinking of Pee-wee here in Pee-wee's playhouse when he's like, I love fruit salad. And then they have a and wedding like, with fruit salad. So much, you marry it? And he's like, okay. And then there's a fruit salad wedding. I remember that. It's classic stuff. <laughs> Quality television. Yeah. 
Aaron, you still need to get returnal from me. I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> I'm still working on judgment, and um, I really want to play Halo Infinite campaign soon. Mm-hmm. So excited. That's exciting. <laughs> I meant to bring it today. I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Well, uh, for me, uh, obviously, I'm going to be playing Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West when they come out. But also, uh, lately, I really want to play Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like like dumb collecty fun, and <laughs> I really want to play it. But I have told myself I cannot start it until I at least play Hearts of Stone and Witcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but after I do that, I'm going to be playing Monster Hunter World until Horizon Forbidden West comes out. That's uh-huh. my plan. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Jensen should go last on the PlayStation oh, yeah. wrap-up because mine is very, very sad. <laughs> Let's hear yours first because mine is still loading. <laughs> okay. I just took screenshots of mine. I thought I did, but I don't see them in here. Uh, so I... Only played a total of 224 hours wow. in 2021. <laughs> it's so, so sad. Wow. <laughs> no, it's more I just had a mental block from pregnancy, which yeah. was weird. <laughs> it was a weird time. That's the that's that's the lowest um that I think any of us have ever <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I said, real sad. <laughs> um 60% was on PS5 titles, um, so 135 hours, and then 89 hours on PS4 um, titles for 40%. Um, locally, was 96%. Obviously, <laughs> hours online was only four. I only played 97 days out of the year. Wow. wow. I know. Ugh, what the heck? I don't like that. Um, <laughs> In 2021, I played 10 games. Um, I spent 53 hours on Lost Judgment. <laughs> 50 hours on Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. And well, that's where the multiplayer hours came from. Yeah. Because of Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. we played with uh, Megan. That was fun. <laughs> we should do that more. Mm-hmm, we should. 20 hours on Miles Morales and 18 hours finishing just finishing Persona 5. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, just the last part. How much of that was spent just going to school and just trying to get to the point where you could play the game again? <laughs> and save it. Yeah. <laughs> so much. <sighs> so much time. Oh, my gosh. I got uh, 210 new trophies, two platinums. Um, That's pretty good for the amount except, of time. Mm-hmm. Except one of those was a cheap, um, you know, load from PS4 to PS5. Oh. So that was Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> just popping on my PS5 again. <laughs> You're like, yay. <laughs> Eight gold, 34 silver, 166 bronze. Um, I Out of 37 monthly games ps plus monthly games i got seven and yeah that's my playstation wrap-up for 2021 beautiful (laughs) so sad i'm sorry you were you were busy you were busy having a baby you were growing a human being yeah i was busy growing a human being yeah (laughs) uh so my numbers i think were also lower than last year which makes sense because i spent a lot of time uh working on my house this year Mm -hmm. and so especially during the off season when we didn't have to worry about uh tech stuff 
for the summer and before we had the baby in the fall that we yeah. were taking care of, I spent a lot <laughs> of the summer working on the house. So it kind of makes sense that my hours are a bit lower, but they're a little higher than Aaron's. <laughs> so uh, I ended up with 764 hours total. <laughs> a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> Versus my 224. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 448 um, hours of playtime were on PS5 titles and 316 on PS4 titles. So I did actually play my PS5 games um, a bit more than PS4. Mm-hmm. It says I played four hours online and I have no idea what that's talking about. <laughs> um, I played a grand total of 164 days. So um, let's see. And then my top games for the year were number one, once again not surprising at all returnal 176 hours um then number two was bloodborne 153 hours nice um three was hades 137 hours Mm -hmm. four was control at 85 hours and then five was dark souls three 45 hours Mm -hmm. so i uh that was that was me also i got 228 new trophies um, it was two platinums, nine gold, 35 silver, and 182 bronze, uh, uh, two bronze total. Uh, so, yeah, that was my year. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I actually got a little bit less than I did last year, total playtime. I think it was by like 300 hours. Uh, my total playtime this year was 200, no, 2,553. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so Jensen wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 412 of those hours were on PS5. Uh, the rest were on PS4, obviously. Actually, it's not even accounting for PS3. I just realized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I played a lot on PS3 this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I finally actually beat Batman Arkham City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, wow. Okay, so maybe I didn't get less playtime than last year. It's just that I played on PS3 more. Yeah. Okay. Um, 99% of those hours were locally played. Uh, 31 hours were online. Some of that was Ghost of Tsushima. I have no idea what the rest was. Uh, um. Let's see. Oh, wait, actually, I played like two hours with Lainey on Tomb Raider. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I played somehow I played a total uh total days I played was 405. <laughs> somehow. What? I don't know. Uh, Rosie I from PlayStation Access also had like uh in the 400s on, on number of <laughs> days played. And I was like 65. Yeah. <laughs> I have a theory. I think it's because there were some days when you played on both PS4 and PS5. Yeah. Probably um, a lot of days, actually. It could be. And that. it might be that it counts each of those. Gotcha. Yeah. So some of them you're doubling up. Yeah, it could be. They might need to figure out what the deal is with that for mm-hmm. more accurate stats mm-hmm. next year. Uh, five hours were in PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. That was the most I could handle um, before I got. Uh, motion sickness um (laughs) let's see i played a total of 76 games my number one game was yakuza zero at 139 hours Uh, my number two was assassin's creed valhalla at 120 hours three was no man's sky at 115 Uh, four was hades at 111 and five is persona 5 at 95 hours 
Woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I added to my collection 2,248 new trophies. Oh my gosh. 25 <laughs> platinums, 123 gold, 422 silver, and 1,678 bronze. Oh my gosh. And there were 37 monthly PS Plus games, and I got 29 of them. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I think I did spend 30 hours on Persona 5 Strikers on the Switch. So Yeah, yeah you, you played that one like all the way through. You like, were telling me about it as you were playing it. Like 250-ish hours yeah. <laughs> <laughs> altogether. Plus whatever I put into Yoshi's Island. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it also didn't count Vita. Yeah, that's the thing is it's oh. not counting uh, It's not counting anything you did on Switch. I didn't play a ton of Vita this year. Or PC but I did play, like, or Vita or, um, you know, Xbox or anything like yeah. that. So. Mm-hmm. And I actually played a good deal of Xbox too because I mm-hmm. – uh, I discovered, like, I, I, um, when I bought my, yes. my Xbox Series yes, X. Yes, Jensen, we all agree you played a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I bought my Xbox Series X, they gave me, like, uh, a couple months of the Game Pass for free. And uh, they had State of Decay 2 on there. And that's an Xbox exclusive. And I started playing it. And it is so much fun. <laughs> it's a zombie apocalypse game. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, zombies. But it's, like, really <laughs> freaking fun. And so I played that one for, like, 40 hours or something. <laughs> that was awesome. I didn't even get past, like, the first area, though. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, it was good. Well, well, that, I guess, is uh, the, the tentative beginning of 2022 and our fourth season and now we're gonna have a break (laughs) (laughs) yay Erin, would you like to send us on our way for the next two and a half months? <laughs> yes. <laughs> our princess is not in this podcast. She's downstairs napping after a, a formula-induced food coma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> yes, yeah. it does. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Your hopes, your dreams, your loves and fears. Message us at Princess and Pod on Instagram and Twitter or check out our YouTube channel, Princess and Another Video. You can also email us at princessandanotherpodcast at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you. Take good care of your gamer hearts and souls.